Is it possible for Muslims and Jews to live side by side? What is it like raising a family in a country constantly at war? Is Israel an apartheid state? What should I tell my daughter about living amidst sirens? A doctor's story of Arab-Jewish shared bonds and suffering within Israel. Saturday the 7th of October, Hamas unleashed a brutal attack on Israel, invading the country with thousands of terrorists who targeted the most vulnerable. Hamas killed more than 1,300 people and took around 150 people hostage into the Gaza Strip, where they are still today kept, many of them infants. Israel responded with airstrikes hitting Hamas targets in the Gaza Strip, and they're telling civilians in Gaza to flee. The civilians have been prevented by Hamas from leaving the territory, and the terrorists are known for using innocent civilians as shields. Today, we hear from Dr. Netanel Elkabetz, a doctor who works at Barzillai Medical Center, which is the main hospital in Ashkelon, a city only 13 kilometers from the Gaza border. Since October the 7th, the Barzillai Medical Center has been hit by rockets launched from the Gaza Strip on at least two occasions, causing severe damage. Even so, the hospital has treated over 700 of the more than 3,500 people wounded in Hamas ground invasion and rocket attack. Dr. Elkabitz is a friend of mine and also a father to a daughter called Amy. Thank you so much for taking time today. Thank you for inviting me, dear friend. Missed you from uh, med school. Nice to have a chat again. I wish it was under different circumstances. <laughs> but I'm going to jump right in here because I, I just have to know. What was it like? How did you experience the 7th of October? Yeah, the, so firstly, uh, we will say that it catched us as a huge surprise. We, at that moment, we were sleeping. Uh, at 6 a.m., we, we started we started to hear bombs. And around 6.30, for the first time, we uh, heard the alarm. Mm-hmm. It woke us uh, in uh, such an alarming way that we were... Uh, shocked we didn't understand usually we have uh, some uh, issues or we know that the military are uh, doing some uh, how to say uh, practice runs or like uh, or, uh, technical things uh, and we, we thought maybe it's a mistake but as we know from uh, 6 30 they uh, were a massive uh, rocket attack on uh, israel especially in the south border i live at this uh, hot zone in Ashkelon, and I'm also working in the in the Barzilai Medical Center. That mm-hmm. this is uh, the main uh, hospital that is found at the border with Gaza, providing health uh, assistance to this area. So, uh, I'm as a parent. So we we woke up at 6:30. We were. It, it took us a few minutes, and then we realized what had happening, and we we took out our child uh, from uh, bed and we ran it into a shelter. We locked ourselves and then we tried to figure out what is going on. Mm-hmm. So as regular people, the, the, the instinct is to understand a, a reason. Mm-hmm. And we started to search through uh, the media what is going on. And no one knew. No one, you know, there's no any news. There wasn't attack. There's no any uh, military uh, training or something that we 
uh, to expect this uh, situation. It was terrifying, as, uh, even as a doctor or even as experienced in, in the military, as a parent, you, you get so scared because you are, as a civilian, you are like a, a doc in, uh, in a training uh, that then, then somebody is shooting you and you don't know what to do. Yeah. So we were waiting for the reports, and uh, I think until uh, just until seven or even eight, uh, the pictures started to uh, be more clear. We people were sending videos through uh, the through the media, mm -hmm. not you know not the, the official uh, television uh, or the news mm -hmm. report, mainly uh, you know Instagram and Facebook saying that uh, they see a terrorist trying to uh, kill a civilian. And as the day uh, progressed, we realized it wasn't a simple terror attack. Mm. It was a, a militant commando attack over uh, uh, civilians all over the, the south border. They conquered three villages that were living there peacefully, mm -hmm. brutally uh, murdering the, the civilians. We, according to the news report, over 3,000 missiles were launched. It was so scary. Uh, we saw pictures of brutally murdering civilians in villages, terrorists wearing uh, military uh, suits and uh, with missiles and RPGs and weapons that you mm -hmm. think maybe... Uh, it's a mistake. It's not in Israel. It's, yeah. not, it's unrealistic. It was so, so surprising and uh, unpredictable. And I think uh, until now, we, we, don't real, we don't know and we realize how severe was it because the numbers, as is published in the news, it's just been count now, you know, uh, and every day we realize that much more uh, people are involved. In the beginning, it was when the news reporter exposed, they only gave to the outside Israel uh, news yeah. uh, report. Yeah. Until now, Israelis have, have not exposed completely. It's not through the regular media. Mm -hmm. It's only through uh, like uh, Instagram and stuff like this. But also they are been covered because of age limit. And I think it's horrifying. Yeah. So in this way, uh, we are just aware about uh, small things. And I think if we will see the what really happened there, mm. it will immediately affect us in a way that uh, most of this country will suffer from uh, post-trauma. So you, uh, you have a bomb shelter in your building? Or do you have to go somewhere to get to it? All of the, the apartments, almost not all of them are. Uh, the new one have a small shelter, but it's not real a bomb shelter. Uh, just uh, building in, in the building, they uh, provide a one room that is supported much more strongly with concrete, but none of them are uh, provided uh, in order to uh, block missiles. It's just, you know, uh, ricochet. It's like a... Yeah. So we have in our apartment, but uh, unfortunately, many people are, uh, don't have it and uh, not every house have it. Even my, the mother of my wife is uh, living in a, an apartment that was built in the beginning of Ashkelon. Mm -hmm. And it's made of even, uh, you know, old uh, concrete or sand even mm -hmm. that uh, a small earthquake can uh, destroy completely. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have 
the shelter in the room in the this mm-hmm. uh, building they have to run run to the stairs this is the safe area okay because i see uh on when i look at on tiktok because there are all these live videos on tiktok that people are running with their kids to somewhere and that maybe okay then there aren't bomb shelters in every building like they have mm-hmm. but you know, how did you guys feel when you had to get your kid up and go down to the bomb shelter so in the feeling is uh, horrifying you you don't understand uh, as it just be begun uh, we didn't understand what is going on we were so scared and it's it's you know it's a few hours of uh, of blur- blurting of information mm-hmm. the news even uh, you see a live uh, news report saying that there's a bomb attack or rocket attacks and uh, where they don't know uh, what is going on and they're trying to collect information meanwhile people shows in uh, in a town called Zderot mm-hmm. uh, and commandos are driving by uh, trucks and shooting um, at civilians that walk completely uh, you know innocent that were living their own life mm-hmm. and uh, a policeman uh, in a jeep running through and they coming out with the Kalachnikov and shooting all over them, carrying on their back RPGs. You know, it's something that you see in movies and you don't, you cannot even imagine what is going on. And it's terrifying. They kept people as kidnapped and as, you know, yeah. as the picture coming more clear and we get more information, we know this is... We thought this is the big issue. Okay, missiles and uh, people in Sterot mm-hmm. are put hostage. Mm-hmm. The, the, the amount, the, the the thought is that, okay, this is the worst case or mm-hmm. the military can handle it. Mm-hmm. We never thought it's going to be in this way, you know, yeah. by air, by sea, and by land. A massive attack in, in such a way, it was not even related, I think, specifically Israelis, because during this, there were also citizens from different countries, mm-hmm. uh, people that are working in the field as uh, farmers mm-hmm. uh, from different countries, not Israeli, not even Jewish. So a- anyone to, anyone that came in their way was brutally murdered and uh, now as the picture clear as we know that the hamas was causing it it's I mean, not related to a, a political issue or the conflict of poli- uh, the, the land because as a doctor i'm working with the muslim mm-hmm. and they are uh, amazing doctors that even in this moment we're working together saving uh, uh, survivals working as uh, anesthesiologist that you know in trauma mm-hmm. uh, are uh, providing the stability of these patients so you treat working. palestinian patients we treat palestinian patients we even uh, there's a also, there were, uh, to, to say the truth, the, even uh, some terror terrorists are saved by the MADA paramedics that were there, and they brought them to the hospital. And so we gave each one of them, you know, uh, life support and treating them as a human being. Mm-hmm. This, this terror attack was not made by regular people. I think this uh, ISIS, this uh, Hamas Nazi terror attack was really brutal. They, they didn't care about if you are a Jewish or uh, or anything else. No, no matter who came in their way, just brutally murdered. 
just to think as a parent to see a suffering kid it's it's something unimaginable that's why we are all here in Israel so in shock we don't believe this situation it's it seems impossible they do say very clearly that they love death more than we love life so yeah. we we can't make the mistake of thinking that they think the way we think for them mm-hmm. death isn't the, the last they have this thing with martyrdom and dying in a particular way and uh, sacrificing yourself that we would never understand so i think that annoys me now looking at the news how it's being covered in the west that they seek to understand and justify because they can't imagine that someone wouldn't think in the same way that we do it's very narcissistic unfortunately because these people that live in gaza mm-hmm. not all of them terrorists of course we know it and that's why the israeli military all the time trying uh, to be uh, as much of uh, you know to take care of them but mm-hmm. hamas using his own c- citizens children and uh, women as a shield mm-hmm. and uh, and they are shooting rockets from uh, the, the base of a hospital mm-hmm. so right now even in this moment we ran to shelter yeah and, and uh, because of uh, increasing bomb attack and and Israeli Air Force could immediately uh, straight this land with bombs mm. but until now we are uh, treating them uh, most of us see it as a uh, unfortunate because right now all these uh, civilians in Israel suffer mm-hmm. but they're trying to attack specifically uh, in a way uh, even in, uh, as uh, we declare war we are trying to uh, surgically hit targets without even uh, you know endangering mm-hmm. one ch- uh, child but but these days are uh, the amount of rockets increased uh, it's still going on the the rocket go- firing and every day we have a terror attack that they entered by gliders and through the sea they're Yesterday, still they're like, still doing that we're doing it three days ago i came out of a shift in the hospital mm-hmm. okay so we went i went to buy water and food for my baby uh, as i came out i i received a message that we have a terrorist in our in our street what? So my wife there and a small baby, and I, uh, I don't know what to do. Well, what, what, who was the message from? Small, we had uh, in our uh, building, we have a, what's, uh, a community WhatsApp of the building. Wow. And we, we send uh, each other messages. Uh, so one of the, yes. the people that live in our, our building, uh, she, uh, a woman that she worked at a police, and uh, she was informed that there's a, a soldier that searched for this terror, terrorist. Mm-hmm. And um, as, as I'm receiving this message, think what would you feel as you know that there's terrorists sort of circling around your uh, home and you have a, 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 your families there unprotected without any weapon without even thinking about you know even our biggest nightmare couldn't give us a clue that this is going to happen and i'm like in a conflict what to do to go to save my family to be with them endangering my life in order to protect them or uh, to stay in this point where where the the I was so, such in a, in a sharp way that I, I went to ask the, the military and the, the police officer that were there 
what to do, what, what I'm uh, commanded to do as a civilian. And they told me, go back to the hospital. You cannot go there. There's uh, now a military searching for this uh, terrorist. It was scaring, terrifying. I was waiting, you know, counting minutes. They were you in but touch this... with your wife who was at home with the yeah, child? I immediately, I immediately contacted her uh, and uh, I told them to lock themselves in this shelter. So they had the sh- that they could go directly into the shelter then without having to go Wait in the shelter, not making any noise. To, you know, yeah. they can enter uh, to the apartment and brutally murder anyone that they're coming in their way because they're, you know, uh, they are not protected. They, they are not even... Uh, know how to defend themselves against this no, of the, course not today we know that so the terrorists that we uh, succeed to arrest they had uh, like a small book that uh, giving them instruction what to do uh, the the craziest thing that they they, they prepared themselves one year just to this moment they knew that they're going to be a festival they knew exactly where to hit the uh, military uh, technology in order to uh, shut all the cameras and the, and the communication down but i just want to finish with what happened uh, at your place then with the mm-hmm. uh, when could you go back did they capture him this terrorist that was so, running around in your street in your house so i think right now the government working in a way that they don't want us to panic so we're, we 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 weren't informed what happened, but I went through the uh, military commander that was standing in the hospital mm-hmm. and asking them for information. And they just told me uh, right now it's a safe time to go back. Okay. Uh, so they keep us informed only on the most important uh, information in order not to make us panic. Mm-hmm. Two days ago, there were five terrorists in the same in Ashkelon. One tried with the gliding uh, to enter to uh, Ashdod. They just said the numbers. We are not informed about this, but I don't know if it's even, uh, I'm, I'm allowed to say it, but I got I received this uh, information because uh, we were treat, treating patients. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were informed that of these five terrorists, only three was, were uh, stopped, two ran away. Do you find it easier to deal with all this when you have half the information? The, the, the problem is that it is, uh, the, the anxiety is increasing. Uh, I can say about myself, the, 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 um, uh, I'm scared. I know I'm a, a father in a family. Uh, I must protect my wife and my kid mm-hmm. and my close family. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm naked. I don't have even the tools to provide it. And, uh, you don't to... have weapons at home from the reserve no. because you did three years. You served uh, we, in after the we army. Served, we give back everything. We don't use any more weapons. Mm-hmm. Most of the Israelis are uh, uh, normal citizens that will go to work and uh, want to have normal and safe life mm-hmm. and uh, provide good economic and wealth to their families. Don't think about this stuff. You know, even my families are working uh, with Arabs, providing them a place to work and uh, even uh, uh, give them hospitality when they come as uh, visitors. Mm-hmm. We have friends that are Arabs and uh, pal- even Palestinian. These days are crazy because the extremists are controlling. And to, uh, to understand this situation, 
It's impossible. I have one great doctor from Hebron that also been controlled by uh, some extreme Palestinian uh, uh, control group. Yeah. When you're talking to me about, you know, you have Arab friends, you work with Arabs, uh, you treat Palestinian patients. How do you feel when the West is calling you an apartheid state? Yeah, this is, uh, I think, a hypocritical uh, saying, and I don't, I, I don't understand who can ask this because uh, we are open to tourists. You're more than welcome to come and see the country. We we share uh, life. Uh, as you go to a shopping mall, you will see uh, Arabs uh, buying, working, treated as a regular citizen. They can uh, vote. They can. Uh, uh, every university uh, provide a amount of seat for a student, and they give a, a specific seat for Arabs and Palestinian for minorities. So, in the government trying to give almost everything to provide them the best normal living and we don't even uh, it's not even logical to say uh, because uh, because they are working as a doctors as a lawyers uh, some of them can uh, join the military as something that is not obligatory but they can volunteer and they um, even have i think one on the supreme court if i'm not mistaken and uh, an arab political party yeah, right they, uh, yeah right now even there's a extreme politician that is really famous he's a, also a gynecologist in his background <laughs> Ahmad Abdi. and even at war they uh, allowing to say to say things that will not be accepted in any other country in this situation mm-hmm. How, how, what's the atmosphere now at work when you're you're working next to to Arabs? You're working next to um, people. I think if they were here, they would support Palestine. They're doing demonstrations here, free Palestine all the time now. What I is the atmosphere between you guys in Israel? So surprisingly, we after it came to uh, you know to news and people saw what is really going on uh, there in their own eyes because it's not Israeli reporters. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, broad reporters showed what happened in Beri when they brutally murdered uh, women, children, elderly and babies. They came out and were crying. Any regular human being will, will feel this and it will be ashamed to, to say, I, I support this type of people. Mm-hmm. So... All these doctors that work with me, even if they were extreme uh, on the in their mind, saying that we don't support this, we are against it, and so I have friends even from uh, Hebron mm-hmm. or uh, uh, from uh, that working in the hospital, and they say in, from Jenin, we provide them an option to work in Israel to to improve their uh, medical skills to to work in their hospital. So um, and- for our listeners who aren't aware, Hebron and Jenin are not parts of Israel. They're yeah. governed by Fatah. So yeah, they're part of the, uh, not Gaza, but uh, West. Uh, Gen- well, the area. West Bank. The West Bank. Yeah. So the, the, they are, they condemn this situation. They say this is not Islam. They, they don't believe this reaction. 
and they are also they are terrified yeah. because they're scared to come to work. They're scared to be automatically, uh, you know, when categorized into this group, racism can happen. Mm-hmm. So as I as I'm coming to work and see them, I'm also, you know, we are affected, but. As, as you hear them and you they feel like you some of them even live in this area and this uh, villages that were attacked so all of us are feel shame and and are really in in vain because of this situation mm-hmm. and scared terrified and working together in a hope that uh, someday will it will all change and the people that work in Israel Arabs that work in Israel uh, right now continue to work uh, Today, uh, right now, for example, I went to the shopping mall in the center of Israel, uh, in the like thinking this is maybe safer. Although we had the rocket that uh, go, uh, caused us to run and to leave everything uh, at the floor and to find shelter with our baby, but we were buying at the pharmacy, and the, the pharmacist is Arabic and providing us help with a smile, and we're talking to them as one of our own. Mm-hmm. We have people even from Gaza. I was uh, as a, in my uh, working in uh, Ichilov in Tel Aviv. We have a big hospital. I was doing my residency uh, when I started there uh, before I mm-hmm. went to the South. We had a, p- a patient from Gaza that uh, was treated there receiving chemotherapy, children with leukemia. You, you, you know, it's such a contradiction to say that we are apartheid or when we are even providing our enemies a support and importing them to the borders and providing them help with medical mm-hmm. issues i keep circling back to that what you told me about being in the mall and then you have to how, how was that you just you were in the mall you you, you just want to get something in the pharmacy and then everyone just leaves their bags and runs it's and the the situation is so crazy it's like uh, you know you see it in the movies uh, yeah. i think uh, uh, we are walking with a baby uh, holding her in our hand with all you know bags of st- stuff that we bought in in the pharmacy and this alarm that shock you you know it's like you are uh, you don't even know what is going on it's taking you a few seconds to understand like you see like when you're driving and somebody is jumping to in front of you uh-huh. it's taking you it's like you're shocked and until you mentally understanding what is going on so we just threw everything on the floor you know our belonging our uh, all our equipment, the, the, our wallet, everything. We just took the baby and ran away to a shelter. And we didn't have a shelter. We just lay on, uh, we lay down on a wall just in order that maybe. And other people hope, were there as well. So you just, you copied other people. We, we were gathering around. Everybody see what the other do. And, uh, yeah. you know, you try to understand maybe Maybe they know yeah. how to manage with this situation because it's unnatural. Yeah. So we were a, a bunch of people that were uh, unfortunate sitting ducks outside mm-hmm. and were just trying to survive. And no crazy. one were armed. No, but because anyway, this is just, a, uh, it's not a terror terrorist. It's a, the, the alarm was against rockets. It's just in, uh, telling us go to shelters. Mm-hmm. And we have 
it depends where you are uh, located in Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a certain amount to run to a shelter. So right now in the center of Israel, you have less than a, a minute to run away. So think about it. You have less than a minute. In the, in the Ashkelon, where I'm living in the hospital, we have 30 seconds. Yeah. So you eat the alarm and you run to a shelter. In the nearby area, you uh, just say, you uh, just activate the alarm less than 10 seconds. So uh, think about less it. Than tes- so that, just so I understand. That you have a, you have ten seconds. It's from you to any shelter. There's just ten seconds. It depends on geographically where you located to the the area that they were sh- shooting the missiles. For example, in from Gaza, Ashkelon area, it's located like at twenty kilometers. So you have less than thirty seconds to run to a shelter. The area that was uh, people that brutally murdered in the villages for on kibbutz this nearby, they have less than ten seconds to run to shelter. So think about it: a kid that's playing in a playground, and now you have to collect all the childrens from kindergarten and run to a shelter. There is no time. Yeah. So uh, many are killed or injured on the way, uh, and the panic, the the the, the the feeling is crazy. So no wonder so, you just drop all of your belongings. Like no time, you just everything run. and run away to shelter. It's, and are um, you taught that in school? Are you taught like, this place is better than that, or stairwell is better than on the floor? I don't know. Are kids how? Yeah, are you are you taught that as kids? How do you speak with your kids about that? No, no, we are uh, just in the <laughs> just in this situation. We're learning. We we have to in psychological way. We have to show our kids uh, everything is normal. We're trying not to make you know a, a huge psychological damage to the kids. Mm-hmm. So the psychologists are uh, trying to show through TV shows and uh, lectures how to provide this information in a normal way to keep them safe. Okay. So what do we do now for children in order to, to understand this? We, we grab them and say it's like a game. We teach them it's like a game. When you hear this sound, let's run to the shelter in a way that is a, a positive thing, not to make them scared, but still they understand. They see our face because mm-hmm. we are scared. Right. Yeah, there's no hiding your face. You can say it's all good. It's daddy's laughing. But it's yeah. No. No. Is that what you told Amy when you ran in the in the mall when you were at the mall? The funniest thing is this is my my wife right now is much more um, how to say uh, taking it easier than me. I'm I'm really uh, terrified. Because I saw victims. I was in the hospital when they brought bodies that they didn't even, didn't even know how to recognize them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm taking it much more uh, serious. She's trying to make it much more in a positive way, relaxing way. I'm, I'm right now more uh, anxious than her. Mm-hmm. So uh, She's trying to provide Amy, my daughter, a, a more positive, normal uh, uh, view on the situation. But I cannot fake it. We're running to shelter 
and mm. we left everything. It's uh, terrifying. All the people you see, um, uh, even when you go to the supermarket, everybody's terrified. Everybody's doing it to to understand. I- Israeli are uh, known for their being loud, uh, yeah. speaking loud and happily. And uh, the last time I went to the supermarket, it was quiet, like in a library. Really? Because everybody's like watching each other to see if somebody is a terrorist and they're scared. And so they're buying everything, you know, quickly and want to go away. Yeah. So, so I can just to, to understand the situation, it's... Yeah. Uh, so you don't stop horrible. and talk to each other. And so you also don't have that support then from each yeah. other because everyone's just terrified and they don't say anything and just run home. In the beginning, it started like this. I think nowadays everything is like coming more. Uh, you get, uh, unfortunately, you get uh, used to uh, the situation and you are trying to be positive, you know. So we're speaking with people. Now we are in the center of Israel and we see uh, people that are from our from our town in Ashkelon that is always in the news. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we hear their feeling and what happened to them and mm-hmm. we share stories. So we feel now much more united and uh, share the same story. Good, that's and, important. Uh, that's important. Yes. I hope that everybody in the world will understand and get the real picture what is going on. And uh, af- hopefully after all this mess and uh, this uh, brutal uh, Hamas will disappear from, uh, from Earth, uh, all of uh, all of you are invited to Israel to see if it's apartheid, there's nothing like uh, to see the real picture and to, to see the real view that all these are lies of uh, anti-Semitism mm-hmm. against uh, Jews and Israel specifically. Uh, we are really loving people that want to live our mm-hmm. normal life exactly like yeah. you. Is there anything else that you have on your heart? I think don't be misled by the fake news. Check check stuff before uh, you immediately think about as uh, Israelis, as bad people that want to kill everybody. When you meet us in the street, you will understand immediately. I think anyone that was involved with the Israelis in some way, some uh, situation, they know that they are happy, uh, (laughs) warm. Loud. uh, Yeah, just a friend of mine is a stewardess and uh, she said that they always have to fight who who takes the Elal flights to Israel because it's so noisy (laughs) and uh, celebratory (laughs) so how is this um, I mean you grew up um, in a place where you'd frequently have to listen to sirens, not knowing mm-hmm. if it's a drill or not, run to the nearest shelter, right? That's been going on since since you were yeah, born. Um, in, in specifically the areas that Ashkelon or in the north, where we depend on the border, the, who is the... <laughs> The one that want to mur- murder the most Jews or Israelis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you, you get 
you can never get used to a fear. Most of us working, studying, want to fulfill our dreams. We have uh, each one of us uh, trying to get the maximum from for himself mm-hmm. and as I to, you know to accomplish our dream and you, you can never get used to uh, this sirens or so it's not something tech. you get used to it's just no, you, it's you equally terrifying every time well, what does it do to the bonds between you the atmosphere the atmosphere in Israel now it's really in huge conflict because uh, as uh, it's logical most of us search who is the responsible? How, how's, how's your family doing? How your friends? So many people have been called up. I heard it was 150% um, of the people, the reservists showed up yeah. to go. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds, that sounds impossible, but so I'm, I guess I just want to know yeah, how the, how the atmosphere is, is like for something like that to happen, 150% show up. Yeah. The, the, uh, the situation is really mixed. Some of them are, uh, you know, we are now uh, feeling that we're, the feeling is like we are on survival. It's we we return to a situation that we feel again like in a holocaust. That if we will not unite together, left, right, wing in a political way, left, right, uh, wings will not unite. We will not survive. So the situation right now that we have, as you mentioned, one hundred fifty percent recruits that are going on volunteer. It's amazing. The 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 tolerance and the, the strength of this community is even it's uh, surprising me because before a few days ago uh, they, they were talking about uh, running away from israel mm-hmm. not staying and providing this uh, lifestyle to our children because uh, the extreme extreme is controlling now and uh, right now everybody is like united uh, scared and united because we think this is the uh, last opportunity that uh, Israel Israel will uh, stay in one piece. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts? What it will? What are your hopes for the for the Israel that your daughter will grow up in? We just want to live a normal life, you know, like uh, each one of you to provide a good good wealth. Where uh, until now, you know. Most of the people that against or condemn Israel or hate Jews are using our uh, technology, our uh, medical ideas, because we try to provide a better place on earth. We uh, found a solution to provide water when there is no water Mm -hmm. in the desert, in a desert area. We use water from the sea and uh, make them uh, uh, su- suitable for drinking, mm-hmm. uh, medical de- technologies that save life. To remind me, when was the last time that Muslims or f- from this radical area provided something to uh, to uh, help nations or the worldwide? All this money that uh, been provided until now, it's only used for war not to support any community. Mm-hmm. So I would wish to 
provide my uh, family, my myself, my children, a safe place in order to live normal life, nothing else, just normal life, mm-hmm. basic, a regular life that you wake up in the morning, drink your coffee or tea, go to work, mm-hmm. how do you, you, you fulfill your dreams and come back home safely, mm-hmm. not thinking about where is the safe zone, not uh, where to think if it's uh, somebody's like going to kill you just because you belong to a specific mm. group. So what will you tell your daughter about living in a war zone? Do you want her to, to grow up the rest of her life in Israel? Uh, unfortunately, in this situation right now, I'm thinking uh, how to um, move away because this is not a place to raise kids. It's unsafe and I think it's uh, unnormal and then the, the damage that we call, cause our children in a psychological way, no, this is not the life I would, would like to provide to my children. I think we, it will, it, it cost us such a severe damage that it's only harming mentally, physically, and all the communities. I, I think every, all, all the world should scream our scream and wake up and, uh, and be with us, you know, united against this evil, we hope. It's sad to hear, mm-hmm. but I totally understand it. There are, you, yeah. are, you are welcome in Switzerland. You like that? Yeah, thank you so much. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you yeah. so much for your valuable insights. <laughs>